Aloha and welcome. This is BBS Radio and you're listening live to a night at the roundtable. My name is Dr. Vinayak and I am here with my wonderful co-host and um, uh, we're going to have a roundtable discussion tonight. Uh, So before we do that, let me introduce my co-host. I'm here with uh, Caroline Oceana Ryan, who is an author. She also is a channeler of the um, what she calls the collective. Here to answer a lot of your questions for you. I'm also here with soul historian Omina McGee, and she is also one of our co-hosts. And my Friend uh, Randy is here with us as well, who is a uh, natural healer and uh, is very involved with the Keshe technology. And of course, we're honored, as always, to be with our Faction 3 White Knights, Rama Arjuna and Tara Green. And we have our friends Micah Green and Penny Christopherson with us as well. And that pretty much rounds out our show for the host and the co-host. And now I'm very honored to invite you all to sit back, relax, and just allow the sound of my voice to take you into a brief meditation. So beginning with your breath. Just allow yourself to settle in. You might be lying down. You might be sitting up. Hopefully you're not standing, so you're not supporting yourself in that way. Just find the most comfortable position that you can allow your your body to be in right now. Then let's start by taking some deep breaths by breathing in and breathing out. Once again, a nice deep breath in. And breathe out. And one more time. Nice deep breath in. And when you breathe out, you might want to let out a sound. Just an ah or oh or ah. Just to let your body communicate to you that it's ready to let go. It's ready to relax. It's ready to receive. It's ready for a deeper awareness of the self, of the spirit within. That deep presence, that everlasting flame 
that divine spark. The life that you are. The energy that gives you life. Beginning with your breath. So as you listen to the sound of my voice, I encourage you to take some deep breaths. And when you feel ready, just imagine an anchor anchoring you to the center of the earth. And you might find that to be a a rope or a cable, that imaginary cable that is coming off of your root chakra. Or perhaps you feel your feet sinking into the Divine Mother Earth. Become aware how that feels. Notice what's happening in your body. And notice wherever you put your awareness is where your attention goes. When you put your awareness on your breath or in ground, in grounding into Mother Earth, you might notice that your mind slows down. It's almost as if it becomes still and silent. Kind of like your mind is at peace now. And can you notice the energy of Mother Earth giving back to you through the divine support she supplies and provides for you? Can you feel the Earth energy coming into your body, coming in the base of your feet, perhaps a tingling sensation in your toes? as it travels into your ankles and goes up your calves. Into your knees, your thighs. Now landing in your pelvis, and you become aware of those energy centers, that first energy center of the root, the base of your spine, the sacred, sacral uh, energy center, the seed of creation your womb, if you will. And into your third chakra, your solar plexus, your gut. 
when you might have gut responses, gut reactions. And bring that energy up into your heart now. As you breathe into your heart, are you noticing more sensations in your body? What are you witnessing right now? What feelings are you having right now? And can you go deeper into those feelings? That sensation now rise into your throat. Notice if there's a desire to speak something forth, to speak your word, to ask and recognize that it's given to you. Allowing yourself to receive it. Now let those energies rise into your third eye, your brow center, that area between your eyebrows. Perhaps you're having some vision right now. Perhaps it's envisioning peace on the planet. Perhaps it's visioning, envisioning something that you'd like to receive. Something you'd like to have in your life. Something you'd like to attract, perhaps maybe a lover, a new friend, more support. Whatever that is, just allow it to be there. And let the energies rise now into your beautiful thousand petal lotus crown. Wow, and just feel the energy now. And perhaps that crown is expanding. Perhaps your head feels like it's expanding. Perhaps you're noticing a sensation or a buzzing experience or feeling in your head, in the top of your head. And there may even be an energy that you're sensing rising up into the air above you. Going higher and higher and higher. All the way 
the sun, at the central sun. Are you able to allow that to happen? Are you able to allow that to be experienced? Can you feel that? And as you feel yourself going as high as you want to, as higher as you determine you want to, your desire, can you now allow the energies to come forward and come down? It's almost as if there's a chute or a tube or an energy container that's bringing this energy into your body back through your crown, resonating with your third eye in your throat. And perhaps resting peacefully inside your heart. And as you expand your heart, Can you see, sense, or feel the love that you are, the love that you are made of? And as you do this, are you able to feel, sense, or experience the love from every person? on the planet right now? Are you willing and are you able to connect with the sameness of you, the love that you are, no matter who the person is? Complete neutrality, just experiencing the love that you have for them and the love that they have for you. Can you connect with that and can you feel the gratitude? The gratitude of breath, the gratitude of being alive, the gratitude of love, the gratitude of expansion, the gratitude of feeling, of being. of sensing and experiencing all that is here for you right now. In this now moment, if you choose it, you can experience it all. For you are unlimited You are a being without limits. Other than ones that you have imposed upon yourself. Can you let those go? Can you experience the freedom of that, that you are right now?
the freedom to breathe, the freedom to be alive. And knowing that we are all one, I once again welcome you to the show. And with that, I truly and wholeheartedly say, Namaste. For I do greet the divinity within you as you greet the divine in me. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And now we will go on with the rest of the show, of which I will be hosting. And we're going to go around the round table and check in with our beautiful co-host, see what insights, inspirations, and sharings that they have for you here tonight. And I'm sure it's rich. There's been many things happening on the planet, as I'm sure all of you are aware. And so tonight I'm going to call on Omina first. So Omina, I'd like you to pass the talking stick and I will turn the mic over to you, my dear. Well, thank you, Vayanak, and thank you for your meditation. That was wonderful. And I'm happy to be here. And it's been quite a week, as everybody knows. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the divine chaos that's going on in the world and how it's doing everything to draw all of us into and traumatizing us with all of it. Part of that is good because it brings up our empathy. We don't want to do sympathy because sympathy just doesn't work. But empathy and compassion does because it has all the elements of the love energy and the healing energy. And the messages that I am getting from my masters when I walk and talk with them is they're letting it play out. They will not interfere. They cannot interfere. It's only under certain circumstances will they interfere. And that we need all not to be worried about it. The best thing we can do is send out the blessings, send out the love to all the souls that are suffering, to all the souls that are leaving because of it, and to hold us all into, in that space where we are all one, because what we do affects them, what they do affects us, and not to make it so traumatizing to ourselves, because it takes us away from our spiritual center. They're also saying that it is not going to last very much longer, that it will come to a head, whatever that means. They're not elaborating on that because they have to let it play out for whatever reasons. There's lessons in all of it for all of us to learn because what it's bringing up in ourselves, we have to look at because we've all been there before. We've all done it before. And we have to find new ways not to keep doing it. We're traumatizing other people. 
we're traumatizing ourselves. That's what makes us all one because we're affected by all and we're affected by one. And I would say anyone that's having any problems to definitely call in. Is it okay if I give out the numbers for people to call in if they want to talk about it? The numbers mm -hmm. that they can call in is 888-429-5471-323-744-4841. And that's for anyone to call in, talk to any of us, ask us questions, and we'll do our best to give you an answer, help you ease your fears, try and help you feel normal in an abnormal world, whatever all that is. Or you can think of normal being just on a, on a washing machine. That's what it seems like to me anyway. So again, I thank you for listening. And please don't hesitate to call in. And I hand back the talking stick to Vianac. You there? Anybody there? I think the Nyack will be back in a moment, Omina. Okay. Um, I can I can volunteer to go next. There you <laughs> go. Like. Sorry, I'm loving that. There Amina, you are, Vinayak. Shall I go next? Is that all right? Yes, that's fine, Caroline. I was trying to unmute myself and it wasn't working. So now okay. I'm unmuted and you may go. All right, thank you. Um I'm loving that phrase that Omina used divine chaos, because I've been channeling about that. And I would say, absolutely, this is where we are. And yet this is the thing from which a beautiful new creation uh, is going to be born. And we can't face it with a ton of trepidation or even anger. You know, if you look at talking about this on the abundance group last night and the abundance group zoom call that uh, Gasoline prices are, have gone mad in California, and they've gone up pretty much everywhere in the U.S. probably, and and probably other countries as well. And I'm telling, I've been telling myself, resentment at how these companies are taking advantage isn't going to get you anywhere. <laughs> and you know, we of course think about what's happening in Ukraine, but elsewhere also, the Middle East is still a mess. We're you know, as a country still involved in things militarily, we shouldn't be. And um, people in Australia have been flooded out of their homes, etc. So there's just a lot happening. Um, and we send all of it light. And what I've been channeling is that this is a breakthrough moment. It's not the time to feel desperate. It's not the time to start imaging what other bad things can ha possibly happen. It's the time to uh, realize we're coming around the corner. And Difficult circumstances do not have to own us. They don't have to define us. They don't have to grab us by the back of the neck as if uh, they are directing our thoughts or our responses to life. And um, we can absolutely hold, just hold the light. Stay right where you are. Stay in even, calm breath. Go back to your breath often when you feel stressed or kind of amazed at one news headline or report or another or something that's affecting you or me in our own lives, we can just go back to our breath and call in our spirit team for assistance and know that our souls and the universe have not abandoned us. 
So thank you so much. And I'll hand that talking stick back to our friend Vinayak. Very much, Caroline. And Randy, do you have inspiration and updates for us tonight? Thank you, Vinayak. Well, the last week has been absolutely insane on the energy field realm. We are getting hit with so much cosmic energy. I've been fielding phone calls from all over the world. What is going on with my body? I can't sleep. And then I'm tired. And then I sleep. And I'm hungry. And I'm not hungry. I'm seeing things. And I'm doing this. And I'm doing that. Well, it's quite simple. The veil's almost gone. We're that close. The sun is doing its thing. It's been doing its thing for quite some time. But now, because our awareness is so much higher, we're actually, some of us are actually seeing the changes right in front of our eyes dimension as the dimensions open and change. We're feeling it mainly in our emotional center because we can't carry the old baggage from multitudes of lifetimes. We can only carry peace, love, and energy to the realm where we're going. We can't bring war and killing and hate and greed and control because that time is done. It's finished. A lot of the shamans are saying, we're already there. You just have to look through the veil. You have to look through that illusion that they're portraying on us. The old guard is gone. But they're running the old programs over and over because that's all they know how to do. Blaze the violet fire. Send them love. They've made their choice. Love them for who they are, not what they did. That promotes more hate, more fear, more greed, more control. Love them for the fact that for what they did showed us the way to a higher awareness and understanding of what real unconditional love is. And we bless them. Because without them doing what they did, we wouldn't be where we are now. And we are so close. We're already there. As Amina said, it has to play out. Things go slower here in what we call the third dimension. Things in the fifth and sixth and seventh and eighth, and I'd even call about numbers because it's only energy. You're not known as Tom, Bill, Harry, or George in the other realms. You're recognized by your energy. You don't get hungry. Tired. Because the energy of the universe is continually feeding you. There are no 7-Elevens. There are no Dairy Queens. There are none of that stuff. There's only purity of love and harmony. That's what's there. That's what the earth is becoming. That's what you're becoming. We have to ride out the storm. 
We're in the eye of the storm. We're moving through it. So, whenever you get despondent, disassociated, just step back. Center yourself. And if you can, go out into nature. Well, when not when it's 20 below, you don't spend out there too much. I was outside today talking to Jack the Squirrel. He said, well, no, it's too cold. I've got to run in my little hiding house. Animals know. They will respond to you. You just have to show love and no fear. And when they can sense that you're love and you don't fear them, they'll interact with you. I pass the talking stick back to you, Vinayak. Thank you, Randy. It reminds me that, you know, for anybody who's feeling alone or disconnected, like Randy was saying, go out in nature. You can communicate with the plants, the trees, the rocks. It's all willing to communicate to you if you open yourself to hearing that and listening. Can you still your active minds so much that you can hear the birds singing to you, the winds whistling, the mountains communicating, the trees bending down to talk to you. It's all available. So if you ever feel like you're alone, and nobody understands you. Please, please, please go commune with nature. It's waiting to hear from you and to talk with you. And with that, I'd like to repeat the numbers to call in for questions or comments. This is an open forum. We're here for you. And we will do our very best to answer any and all your questions. And if we don't know the answer, we'll either find them out or at least tell you the truth. We just simply don't know. And perhaps we can find out the answer for you. So the numbers are, if you'd like to write them down and call in, we'd love to hear from you, 888. 429-5471-888-429-5471. Or you may call 323-744-4841. Once again, three, two, three, seven, four, 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 eight, four, one. We look forward to hearing from you, and I do hope you use those numbers to call in. We'd love to talk to you. All right, it is our time for the Faction Three White Knights. 
to give us their good news. And uh, Faction Three White Knights, Rama Arjuna, are you with us? Would you please unmute and communicate? And of course, Tara as well. Greetings. All you commanders, eagles, and angels. Well, we're here. And yes, uh, to all of the above uh, roundtable friends that we have been listening to, it has to be played out all the way through the end. Um, Accountability is required before Nasara can be acted into law. The thing is, is that the Western media is ever so slightly slanted. It is, and we are watching uh, so many different reflections of the multiverses right now. And I could say from what I've experienced in the last week, as we're watching this drama being played out with the old empires on this planet, it's looking more and more kind of like a Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome movie, which is not pretty. And there is light at the end of the tunnel, tremendous light pouring in from our sun, along with Helios and Vesta, all the way up to Great Central Sun. And the Schumann resonance this week, along with the solar flares, if you're not feeling it, uh, I'm not sure what to say. Maybe uh, (laughs) the Matrix has gotten you, yet it's... All we are saying is give peace a chance. What is being played out, I have no words to describe other than what we have seen throughout this last 20th, 21st century of the dystopian sci-fi kind of stories that, you know, are pretty much kind of being played out, which there is a positive outcome. The light has won, yet send more love. Um, It is larger than I could say any one person because we're watching the war in heaven being played out right here on earth with the last vestiges of the old empires that go back 13,000 years, 16,000 years. And uh, they know fully well how this affects everyone. This is why all the messages are saying, send more love. I got a direct message today from His Holiness Kundun, the Dalai Lama, to just said, stay in your high heart. They are pushing right to the edge with the awful news to drag you down into 
what Omina called last week, uh, vicarious trauma. Yeah. And it affects everything on the planet. This is why I go out every single day. Talk to the fairies. Talk to all the kingdoms, all the nine realms that all the legends and stories talk about. They are absolutely effing real. They are right here in our midst. Like Benayak said, go talk to the trees, the rocks, the grass. Mm -hmm. Like Master Yoda says in a sci-fi movie. And this is where the answers come. It's not going to come from MSNBC or even RT.com. It is going to come from within. That, That is how it works. I passed the talking stick. Okay. Um, I took a little few notes from this report, which was by Dr. Lee Merritt. Um, and she's located at rumble.com. She's connected with some characters that are questionable, to say the least. But, uh, I'm going to leave it alone, but it's, um, I'll leave that part of it alone, but she was quite accurate. She's uh, talking about the uh, bioweapons labs that are 15 of them that are in Ukraine, where the West, United States in particular, have been for years, decades, 15 to 18 labs. Uh, They have been... uh, uh, strategically creating all kinds of um, bioweapons, that's, that's a, as the name of the laboratory says, where they are attempting to completely skew our original human DNA. And that's been going on for a very, very long time. And of course, as we pursue knowledge of higher truth and wisdom, and we meditate, and we we do what all of the brothers and sisters here have been saying, we 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 you know judge not, lest ye shall be judged. Uh, take heed to 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 be responsible for the mission that we came to be here to do let's put it that way uh i don't think there is any possibility for this to go to the dark side at this point uh it's been said and rama will read the whole thing here in a little bit my goodness it's almost 10 minutes too uh, that uh we're over we're past the uh ability for the uh, dark ones to uh, get their way anymore. And that's pretty much, isn't that what you say too? So uh, there's this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful um, uh, report. Uh, I'll take a little touch on this here. Um, And I am and uh, I know that there's uh, others of our 
friends here who I must share something. I'll just take the time to do this now, though. But uh, the astro numerology from Tanya Gabrielle for today. She says, recently Merlin came through in a channeling where you know that Merlin was overlighted by St. Germain. And Rama had a particular incarnation where he experienced that whole incarnation. So you probably have some things to remember there. You have some things you remember. In a channeling where he spoke about the magic of surrender and appreciation in the face of any challenge. Here are Merlin's words, quote, the opportunity to align with love is your highest priority at all times. As you feel out of sync, it can be for a myriad of reasons, some of which just have to do with physical exhaustion or needing a break and not taking it. Now, I just want to thank our Captain Randy. He sent us, and I think I'm already feeling it. He sent us these uh, vials, and they're never to be opened. And there's Gon's energy and liquid Gon's energy in there. And you place one of the vials in one pocket on your left side and another vial in the other pocket on your right side. And it keeps a, a, a focus on balance within these high, high vibrations. And I am grateful, Captain Randy. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. There you go. Rob has got some too. So, uh, and we can all do these things for each other. Um, so then it goes on and it says, uh, or you encountered a pressing situation in your personal or professional life that required your full attention. And so you might feel torn and that depletes you and you may lose touch for a little bit with inner peace and grounding because you haven't taken time for yourselves <coughs> to breathe, to rest in order to replenish and be fully available fully available to attend to all the matters at hand as that happens as you are out of sync the old programming takes over and I I remember Caroline saying a little something about complaining about the gas prices holy catfish the amount of gas price that's I've been conversing with Penny, and I don't know what it is today, but yesterday and others there, there was uh, in Canada calling me up saying, uh, it's $7 a gallon up here. And here in the... a liter is $1.73 <laughs> or more. Yeah. In um, Santa Fe, it's... Anywhere from three seventy five up to four oh two. That's cheap. Yeah, I yeah. I, I paid five forty five a gallon today, and that was the cheapest I could find. Yeah, and there are people oh, that are paying seven dollars a gallon. Well, is that in Canada? No, no. Here, I know that's in New York. They got places in New York that are doing that. I'm not sure about California, but that's. 
I mean, uh, if you're in downtown LA, I wonder, you know, it would be higher in LA probably. Yeah. Yeah. Then Central Coast. Sorry. $9 a gallon in LA. I seen a post today. Oh, oh God. Oh, wow. I'm still only paying three thirty nine oh. in Connecticut. Good and for never- you, Caroline. <laughs> I mean, oh. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's good. And every time I go to the gas pump, I just say, thank you, God. That's all. Because if you're going to be, if you go to the gas pump, obviously you can afford it. So I'm grateful that I can. If I get to where I'm paying seven dollars, well, then I won't be making as many trips. No. And I'm going to adjust my life to enjoy something else if I can. Yeah. Go drive to the gas station, then I'll walk out in the woods or walk out and look at whatever I need to look at. It's because this is not going to last forever. And that's what we all have to keep in mind instead of panicking. It definitely makes us all aware of how we're going to spend our money, how we're, go- how we're going to plan our lives. It's just amazing how. This has brought up so much anguish, trauma in people because I work with them on, on quite a regular basis. And the truth is, it's the energy is bringing it up. It's not what's happening in the world that's bringing it up. This is trauma either from a past life or early life or recent life that this energy has to be cleaned out. Paying high prices for the food and for the gas is a reminder that brings up, oh, my God. It brings up our trust. Oh, my God, I'm not going to have enough. Oh, my God, I'm not going to be able to afford it. And, and, and we went to all the oh, my gods. So change it to, if you believe in God or the God, or say, thank you, I can't afford it. And put a different spin of energy on it because Randy was talking about the energy being there. The energy is there. We just have to bring it, bring it in and bring it down to us. And the more we do that, the more it changes everything. Okay, Pastor Thompson. Thank you for listening. Well Remember, said. guys, well you go said. put you go put fifty dollars in your car. What about these truckers? They oh. pull up and they put two hundred gallons in in one shot oh. at the current prices. One guy in in Kentucky showed it. Oh, I got two hundred gallons. One thousand one hundred and fifty dollars. here's a fun fact for everyone in russia at the gas pump you can get uh 92 to 95 octane the high octane gas and it's around two dollars or less per gallon Mm -hmm. 43 to 50 cents per liter in russia right now just to just to let everybody know it's (laughs) That's interesting. How do they manage that? Because they've got more oil than all the other countries on earth in their own little old place there. We never need to drop her oil. Well, actually, it's not entirely true. Uh, (laughs) From my understanding, Utah has reserves of gas that are enough for all of America for the rest of their history. They're just not telling people that. That's interesting as well. 
Hmm. Wow. You God t- blessed them all. Recording in progress. What was that? <laughs> it can be for just a split second. And then you can as quickly slip right back into your alignment with source, with love. Or it can last longer. It could last a whole conversation where you are using the old operating manual, pushing the old buttons, or allowing your own buttons to be pushed. In that case, you will experience the other side, the shadow side. These are all wonderful learning lessons. They are not to be judged because the experiencing of them is what strengthens us and strengthens our resolve to practice. It strengthens our spiritual practice, our dedication to generosity, joy, calmness, and peace of mind, and being completely non-judgmental. Now, that would be a thing for all of us. Judgment of ourselves or judgment of others is the point where separation occurs. So as we move into an experience of the shadow, or we feel the shadow side of any person or a situation or something we're reading or being told, we can transmute and transform that energy. You can alchemize it in an instant by staying in your own frequency of love and sending compassion. That pulsing out of compassion and love transmutes the shadow. The shadow cannot move forward, cannot make inroads, because you are so strongly emitting the highest frequency there is, love, light, compassion, gratitude. And as you align with joy and light, you transmute, transform, and alchemize the very thing that is trying to make inroads. You are lifting, uplifting the energy beyond your own experience because that other is trying to make inroads. So it is attempting a connection. And thus, thus there is an opportunity to stay the course with our frequency and at the same time, reach out and touch the other that is trying to connect with us for whatever reason. I just wanted to say something for myself because uh, what they've been doing with all the concoctions that they've been injecting in people's bodies, I would say it's failed. I say it's a failed experiment because humanity as a whole I can feel that they don't go there. They're they're moving to higher octaves and it's not working. And that's a good thing. So thus is why, this is why we don't want to push away. uh, It's the opportunity to stay the course with our frequency and at the same time reach out and touch the other that is trying to connect with us for whatever reason. This is why we don't want to push away. We don't want to fight anything, no matter how dark it is, that comes our way, because it is always an opportunity. 
an opportunity to connect in a way that supports love. Appreciation is the key. As we start appreciating through acceptance, we align immediately with peace. There is no way to judge what you appreciate when you appreciate. Try that. When you are about to respond in a way that is defensive or judgmental or just wanting to get a point across, why not at that moment instead appreciate the person, the situation? What gifts have they brought to your life? What has it helped with you with? What has it guided you to do? Then you have a hotel, non-judgment. You have a total non-judgment of the situation or a person because you are tuning in to how they are supporting you. You are appreciating the person or situation and thanking them. The appreciation itself is your gateway into total surrender and love. And again, this is a message from Merlin through Tanya Gabrielle. So that was a beautiful message. I thought I hope I thought I would share it with everyone. And um, the, well, the Oracle report has a few things to say too. This is the first quarter moon phase. The Zolkin sacred count is three death. And in parenthesis, it says the action of transformation. Yes. Yes. The moon is in Gemini. And so they're saying in this first quarter moon, step out, take action outside of our comfort zone. High octaves, human inter- interchange, cooperation, teamwork, a taproot, deeper sources of energy, situational awareness, compatible, generous, page. Um, uh, the mission is play transformation. And as emphasis, the first word is play transformation. That's something we forget about often. Today, the earth is discharging a girls' basketball team. In a way, the parliament of wise owls is team source force. It's the Mahavidya's basketball team. (laughs) And the tournament is happening in the pool of Pluto, the consciousness of the world during the great Pluto return. That is overlighting everything. This has been going on. It's going to go on for the rest of the year, everybody. Yeah. The pool of Pluto, the great Pluto return, which is about transformation. Our opponent is Team Chaos Force. They lack elegance, so their maneuvers are happy, are choppy, excuse me. Their game is to pass the ball all over the place, creating waves, running out the clock until their star player hears the clock and has to go for the three point shot. They have no time for strategy because they run the same play every time. In the pool of Pluto, Team Source Force does have time for strategy. 
We can see beyond black and white and into gray. We see openings. We see where we can squeeze in and steal the ball. We pass to another wise owl, and one of the team runs the court and slams the basket. In the world, the basketball game started on March 9th, which was yesterday, and will continue through Sunday, March 13th. Seven planets are changing degrees all at the same time. None are retrograde. They are all in direct motion. Mm -hmm. This is rather rare to have so many changing degrees in five days, especially since these are the outer planets. This means that the energy is going to change dramatically by Sunday. Changing conditions hardly covers it. Over this time, the ball will be passed to you. The play that we are running is to handle the ball. Deal with our emotions about the situations that are happening and pass it. You may be the one to run the court faster than anyone. That means you have to see when you are open and can make a gateway, a getaway. This is a lovely, watery, fluid way of beating team chaos. The movements are ballet-like. Oh, excuse me, (laughs) ballet-like. Yeah. The water transforms motion into a a slower, precise, considered response. You are catching the ball that I am laying down, wise owl. Are you catching the ball that I am laying down, wise owl? Let's look at the Sabian symbols for a moment of the changing planets so we have a good idea of the energy. Yesterday, Chiron, a flock of wild geese. This is the Sabian symbol for the upcoming new astrological year on April 1st. Chiron is clearing this symbol in advance of us. The Renaissance man has some plans. As we get to April uh, 1st, Chiron will have ascended from this degree, leaving it well prepared for us to take over and perform the work of Christ in astrological terms. Jupiter, an Easter promenade. Oh my God, Easter. Mm -hmm. Jupiter expands all of the energy it touches. So ditto everything about Chiron. Black Moon Lilith, a young gypsy emerging from the woods, gazes at far cities. The east is favored. What has been hiding out comes out and wants to join. What has been hiding out for you? What is trying to emerge? It takes courage to leave the familiar and the brave uh, and brave an unknown world. Are you dream are your are your dreams waiting? Pluto, a woman reading tea leaves. What do you see happening in the future? What are the signs? Again, the east is favored. So we can ditto this one with the black moon Lilith. What has been laid out or left for you to handle? How would you change it? We are the transformative 
school of Pluto. We can make it what we want, such as our perception can shift it. And today, Thursday, March 10th, uh, soon, quote, a little white lamb, a child, and a Chinese servant. The East is favored again, so be so we are watchful. This symbol is I'll turn the page here, is about gaining is about gaining awareness of a situation. Things are complicated. We want to keep it simple and close to the basics. Then Friday, Saturn, 1.11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, quote, a woman disappointed and disillusioned, facing a seemingly empty life. This is a toughie, especially as Saturn is disseminating it. Saturn is quick to point out our flaws, our perceived failures, where we are in denial, and why we keep repeating circular paths. Again, we are in the transformative pool of Pluto and can do this differently. The wisdom of this symbol is that disappointment and disillusionment are teachers. As we pay attention to what they are saying, we can change it. We have the power to change it. We always have. Let's take the teachers up on what they are saying to us. And again, Saturday is March 12th. Uranus, 5.58 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. A porter carrying heavy baggage. It's intense and heavy. And changes don't come out, come from out of the blue. They hit us like a heavy bag. Uranus rules anxiety, which is fear. Move the energy out of your body by something physical. Sunday, March 13th, Neptune, 6.35 a.m. Eastern Time, Standard Time, an inhabited island. This was the Sabian symbol for the last Pisces cycle, 2021. This was the place where we left things we did not want to carry forward with us into second renaissance. As you were there, here then, do you remember? The inhabited island reappears from the mist of Neptune to pick up any heavy baggage we would like to discard. Maybe the last year compounded things that have ceased their function. You can swim over the island, over to the island and drop off some bags and return to the ocean. And finally, today is three death or three transformer. It is a good day to be in the pool of Pluto. Team source force breaks. That's the end of that one. So I'm passing this talking stick back to Lord Rama because he's got something to read for us that everybody wants to sit and listen to. Okay. <laughs> um, this starts on Friday. Um, I went at 11.30 a.m. this morning and sat in the plasma field. 
it showed me the solar flares that were going on and how they are raising the frequencies of every living thing. This is happening, I mean, every day I'm seeing it and the particles go into our cellular molecular structure and you can feel it, taste it, touch it, see it. And sometimes if you're not ready, it makes you a little crazy. (laughs) Then it switched screens. It showed me two giant spaceships buried in two areas of north central regions of Ukraine. These are very ancient craft connected to the time of the Mahabharata a war between the 3rd century B.C. and the 3rd century A.D., which lasted about 5,000 years. These craft are fully powered and are slowly rising up through the earth, coming to the surface. Putin knows about the craft, which are part of the Intergalactic Federation. The plasma field said to me, Lord Rama, full disclosure could happen anytime. Sat Nam Namaste, blaze the violet fire. And this is Saturday. Ray McGovern, I heard Ray McGovern uh, and a group of Los Alamos whistleblowers, employees, and a group of veterans. They were veterans for peace, speak on a radio show called New Perspectives. They talked about Los Alamos Labs and how it was during World War II called the Secret City because Los Alamos Labs at that time were building the two nuclear bombs, Batman and Little Boy, bombs that the United States dropped on Hiroshima, Nagasaki, Japan, respectively. And Japan had already surrendered. We never needed to do this. Truman was ordered by the deep state, do it or you won't be here. And we know the rest of the story. At this point, Ray McGovern and all the others said it is inconceivable to think about nuclear war at this point. Then Ray McGovern piped up and said on the air, our galactic friends are here, and Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton are guilty of high treason for using the Clinton Foundation monies to support the deep state in funding defense contractors to build weapons of war for the agenda of the elite rather than for or by the will of the people. Then Tom the Ringtail Cat sent me a text message. He said to me, Lord Rama, the captain is here. He has fleets upon fleets of angels with him in our atmosphere and on the ground. They said that they will not allow Mother Gaia to be destroyed. 
All we are saying is give peace a chance. Satnam Namaste Blaze the Violet Fire. Then this was on Monday. At 12.45 p.m. early this afternoon, I received a call from Tom the Ringtail Cat and Sweet Angelique the Cat. They said to me, Lord Rama, we are over Sweden and there are huge emerald green aurora borealises overhead everywhere. The Schumann resonance is so high we cannot calculate it. Read our whiskers. There will be no nukes. The captain is here. The Earth's civilizations are playing a very dangerous game. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Satnam Namaste. Place the violet fire. Then on Tuesday, the Dalai Lama says, Times change and reality changes in the past. Social customs and cultural traditions may have held women back. This was International Women's Day, Tuesday, the 8th. But modern times favor equality and education has brought equality of opportunity. Now is the time to change our old ways of thinking. Gender, color, no difference. This is also Tuesday. I created a Jedi Council today at a high mesa in Pecos, New Mexico at 11.30 p.m. a.m. And the poppy lady, along with Tom and Larry Curley and Mo, showed up in the circle. They all said to me, Lord Rama, The solar flares continue to come in, and they are really stirring the pot. This is that moment where everything turns itself around. It is about how we are waking ourselves up. And our son, Saul, by continuing to release stronger and stronger solar flares, is providing us with increasing access to more light, as well as increasing our ability to receive it by opening our hearts more and more. We say to you, stay in your high hearts and more love. Then Tom the Ringtail Cat said to me, Lord Rama, Ukraine carries a very ancient story, and it is not about Putin. It is about the oligarchs over there and the oligarchs over here fighting tooth and claw to maintain control over the world using war for profit again. This is orchestrated by the Vatican, granting the fallen angels permission to keep the old timelines going. Remain meaning keeping the Kali Yuga overlord's ability to cause endless samsara alive. At this point, the poppy lady spoke up and said, Lord Rama, on this International Women's Day, the goddess is here. 
and happy birthday, Rainbird. It is about restoring the balance to this planet. This is the time of the age of the sixth sun, the return of the great mother goddess. The sixth ray of Lady Master Nada brings in the ruby magenta ray, speaks to us, encouraging us to lead with the power of love in action now. May peace prevail on earth. Nasara now. Satnam. Namaste. Blaze of violet fire. This is Wednesday. His Holiness had a, a online dialogue with young peace builders organized by International Campaign for Tibet Peace Jam and the documentary Never Forget Tibet as his resident at his residence in Dharmasala on March 9th. And there's a picture there. This is today. Um, I received a direct text message from His Holiness the Dalai Lama at 11.35 a.m. late this morning. He said to me, Lord Rama, stay in your high heart. I know the news is awful. We are all the ones who can change this. War is not the answer. The captain will be contacting you shortly. Then I received a text message from the King of Swords. He said to me, Lord Rama, even though it looks like the darkest depths of mortar on this day, and it looks as though Mount Doom is threatening to swallow us whole, the light of 10,000 suns is pouring in at quantum light speed. War is never the answer. I have seen it firsthand at the front lines of Vietnam. And I am still here to say, all we are saying is give peace a chance. Imagine all the people living in a world of love. Satnam Namaste, Blaze of Violet Fire. And this is the 63rd anniversary of the uprising in Tibet today, in which many Tibetans, Tibetan people died, and His Holiness the Dalai Lama made his way with many of his followers across the Himalayas. There is a movie about this, called Seven Years in Tibet, starring Brad Pitt. And it is a moving, very moving story. Go and watch it. It's free on YouTube. I passed the talking stick. All done? Yeah. Oh, my. So, Vinayak, I I, I was just going to say we got our our friends of the circle, they might have something they would like to share. I'll just pass it. We'll pass the talking stick back to you on this fine day. Thank you, Tara. I appreciate that very much. 
And uh, I know uh, our friend Micah has a report for us. So let's call upon Micah. If you open your mic, Micah, it's all yours. Greetings. Thank you very much, Vinayak. And thank you, Omina and Caroline and Randy and everybody else that their uh, words of wisdom tonight. Um, So I have a few things to share. Um, I'm going to start with uh, back to the regular world here. Um, A gentleman by the name of Edward Dowd, who is a whistleblower on the massive fraud by Pfizer in particular and other big pharma at this time, he was a portfolio manager for BlackRock for over a decade. Now, for those of you unfamiliar, BlackRock and Vanguard are the top investment firms on the planet. They uh, own just about everything we can imagine. Uh, So right now, Wall Street is getting very, very nervous with what Mr. Dowd has uncovered with Pfizer's overwhelming implications of fraud. He's been in touch with all his Wall Street crew and everyone is panicking with the new revelations. Moderna's stock is down 70% and Pfizer's stock is down over 20%. The major revelations that are public knowledge are specifically in regards to the nine pages of adverse reactions from Pfizer's clinical trial documents that also correlate to the funeral and life insurance companies which are all public knowledge, with a massive, massive increase in death that is unprecedented. Now, I'm going to go over to another point that is very interesting. If everyone on the planet had to be vaccinated at least three times, so let's just round up 7.8 billion to 8 billion people, times three doses, which equals 24 billion doses, which means if every single manufacturer made a vaccine every single second, it would take 32 years to make 1 billion doses. And if five companies had five plants making vaccines at one per second, it would take 10 years to make 7.8 billion doses and 30 years to fully vaccinate the entire population with two shots and a booster. So how in the world have 7.8 billion doses already been manufactured or for more relevantly times that by three, how have they been manufactured for a novel virus that has only been around since 2019? Something to think about. Now, uh, one other thing I wanted to share is um, Vladimir, one of Vladimir Putin's um, addresses. He made this in Russia, um, and I'm going to have to translate it for you on, on the screen here. So I'm just going to play it on my other device here. I'm tired today. I'm tired of everything. I want to address the leaders of the world. What happens to you? Which evil plan are you designing? You are people who are deliberately trying to reduce the population. They are doing this at the cost of the lives of innocent people. 
Oh, tyrants of the world, I know your sinister plan to reduce the population of this planet. But today, history will show you that collective wisdom and common sense are stronger. We demand that you back down. I stand here in peace today, and we ask you to keep the minds of the youth and the oppressed in peace. Take a firm step to see that I am aware of your plan. Your policies should change immediately. Your media needs to start telling the truth. America and Europe, if you do not finish your plan, in addition to divine wrath, you must also face my wrath. Back off your plan. And that was uh, Vladimir Putin. I I don't know the exact date on it, but uh, that was a, a speech from him fairly recently. So that's my report for today. And I pass the talking stick back to you, Vinaya. Thank you very much. So much, Micah. That's interesting uh, statistics that you presented here tonight. And it's a very good question. How are they going to plan to pull that off? So we know that uh, they've already lost the game and they're grasping at straws right now. And uh, on that note, I'm going to see if there might be some questions out in our listening audience. Once again, the numbers are 888-429-5471 and 323-744-4841. Yes. I think we should maybe ask. I think Penny has something she wants to share. I'm not I sure. Was just going to call on her, Tara. Thank you. <laughs> oh, okay. You just jumped the gun on me. Thank you, uh, Penny. Uh, would you like to uh, add your voice to the collection here tonight? Yes, I would. Thank you, Vinayak and the rest. This is a little more philosophical uh, in tone, so I'll... Uh, revert it back to some of the things that Rama was actually saying. This is a um, today's message from Cryon, and it just uh, struck me, so that's why I'm reading it with you. It's called A System of Love That Has Always Been. How many of you feel isolated? Isolated, perhaps, in a way that is beyond that, which simply is a human in your body, in your civilization, in your society. How many of you feel isolated, perhaps from everything that's happening? I want to give you some perspective. That isolation is built, dear ones, on what you've been told. That you feel perhaps that you're not included in some way. There have been many millions over these many, many hundreds of years that have been given information in a profound way that sticks in your psyche. And and you remember that uh, Omina was talking about how the stuff we're going through is many, many, many lifetimes. Well, he's addressing the same thing. You grow up being told things and they stick and they can't unstick and you can't unknow them. And most of you have grown up feeling that you are isolated from that which is the creator. This creative source, which we talk about, which made the heavens and the earth and the source did, 
In the process of making the heavens and the earth, I've told you that souls always existed. They were not created separately. Now, this is very difficult for some of you to understand. You'll say, well, didn't that happen in the Garden of Eden when God put us there? No, dear ones, that did not. There's another story. But that particular story is when you got your soul. When the human race itself got that soul, which is eternal, that soul existed, and it always did. That soul existed before there was time. If I said it always was and always will be, you have trouble with that. Just in general, humans in general, they look at everything linearly. Everything must have a start, a beginning, a middle, and an end, and everything. And everything that you look at is as simple as a piece of string. It has a beginning and an end. It has to. And the string has a length. It has to as well. That's the 3D of you. And of course, he always says, that's very 3D of you. What we say to you in a multidimensional world, when you speak of the things of God, that there is no beginning. How does that make you feel? You'll say, well, I really can't get a grasp on that. You're right. You cannot. But assume that it's correct. And assume this, that this creator who created the heavens and the earth had a situation, if you want to call it that, where you were part of it. You were there at the soul level. And what if souls were part of God? What if the creative source itself is a collection of souls, as well as beauty and the power? and the splendor of the created source, creative source itself? What if it's a system of love that has always been? If you are feeling isolated, or perhaps small, or you think that there's a separation between you and God, I want to put this in perspective. I am going to give you a truth now that is beyond anything that you were ever given by any doctrine on the planet. Are you ready? When things were void, and there was no universe, and God created that, which was the universe, and God created that, which is the galaxies and all the parts, and the incredible amount of time that it took. And when God created your sun, and then, S-U-N, and then when God created your earth, in the Genesis area that you read about, and you think about, what I want to tell you is, you were there. And so it is. Thanks. That's the end of it. It was channeled by Lee uh, Carroll on March the 2nd, uh, 20, uh, last week, which is during the Healing Wednesday. So that's where that came from. Thanks. Thank you very much, Benny. Uh, appreciate your report. Sorry we uh, saved you to the end. But let's see if we have any more from the Faction Three White Knights. Any other uh, interesting activities or meetings that you've had, Rama? Um, just what I could say is just watching the the dramas being played out on the small screen and the large screen 
of the planet and um, Dr. Greer has a new video out that we're going to play, which is an hour and 15 minutes. And he's talking about Ukraine and the other situations going on on the planet. And we're right at that time, like so many of the um, UFO whistleblowers have kind of talked about that. We're in this moment called the end game where they would like to play with something that distracts the world and they're doing a good job with the drama being being played out right now in Europe. And I, I got to say it again, it is not uh, it is not Putin and at the same time it is deeper than that because we need to understand overstand, understand how the oligarchs play with the money on this planet that is directed through the various agencies that have a vested interest in keeping the fallen matrix going and people still locked in the matrix and that is failing because the light from the sun is coming in and all the way up through the octaves and as this exponentially increases every single day, every single second of the day. And as you can tune into it, it is awesome to behold. And it can exhilarate you. It can also terrify you because the energies are that intense. And they're saying, stay in your high heart because... Things are pouring out that have never been talked about before on this planet. And it is about many different timelines intersecting at this time. I can say in all truthfulness, portals are opening like nobody's business everywhere. And beings known and unknown as Angel Sue used to call them, are coming in to help with this story because it is about the end of the Kali Yuga cycle and Sat Yuga is here as we choose to be in that realm. Peace is the order of the day. I pass the talking stick. Thank you, Rama. I appreciate that. Caroline, uh, you usually have some yeah. questions for Rama and Tara. So <laughs> talking stick back to you. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. I'm just wondering, you know, I just channeled something today um, about where, where in the collective we're saying that our energies are shifting because when we're in the etheric, um, 
we are aware of the excitement happening and the preparations happening on the ships right now because we've never been so close to full disclosure, I mean, complete disclosure. And I thought, wow, is that really happening? And then you mentioned this, Rama. Do you feel that this is, uh, you know, not just wishful thinking on our part? I would concur. And the level of excitement is so palpable, I don't even know how to describe it. It is like, um, it's like meeting, you know, yes, you in the physical, and it's not what you expect. I mean, he is the man, and even more so, and he is, you know, very down to earth. And it is about the salvation of this planet because it is so huge with what's coming in the sense, how do you uh, give the people of planet Earth a crash course in the Urantia book, so to speak? That's just a little slice of the story of this local universe called Nevadon. There are seven other super universes besides this universe of Nevadon, and it is encompassing so many multiverses that are connected with just the seven super universes. And, and um, I know that that gets a little blurry around the edges to put it into tangible words. Yet there are so many folks, as I could say it, that are here to orchestrate how this planet is becoming free. And the biggest thing that I could say that I've experienced in this moment here is waking up to the fact that we got to get over the issue about skin color and how people look and act and be. Because I meet folks that swim, that crawl, that fly that walk on two legs, some walk on four legs, and we all have a part to play in this story. And they are just as equal as the rest of us. And what you're describing is how all these folks are so excited to meet us once again, because it's been thousands and thousands of years maybe millions of years since we've seen each other mm-hmm. and it's a big deal. And how do you explain that to the world when we still got this matrix kind of playing around with everybody's head, just saying, Oh Lord Rama, you took too much acid today. So we'll <laughs> leave you alone. Yeah. You know, <laughs> 
point. Very good point, Rama. Yeah. Thank you, Rama. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, I, I mean, I not to change the subject, but I watched this episode of Resident Alien yesterday on the Sci-Fi Channel, and it's like, how do you describe to the people of Earth that we're already here? We may not look like you yet. We have your vested interest in saving this planet because it's about love. Even if you can't even conceive of the fact that we love you. <laughs> yeah. Well said. And that's fascinating about the, the ships buried in the Ukraine, the, the ancient, pre-ancient ships buried there. Absolutely fascinating. Yeah. These yeah. ships are so huge. Like, uh, they are at least 10 football fields put together end to end. Can you imagine how many thousands of people can be on those ships? What was your impression that they might still be operable? They are fully operational and they're okay. part of how we share this story that is crazy as it sounds. The guys on Ancient Aliens are not whistling Dixie. This is real, like Graham Hancock talks about, but to educate the rest of the planet, we must do what Dr. Greer is asking us to do, to get in touch with the consciousness of the different civilizations that, you know, they are not here to eat us or take us as hostages and turn us into slaves on a different planet. They're here to help this planet ascend along with us. That simple. Makes a nice change. Yeah. <laughs> I guess actually, we've got a caller. Yeah. It reminds me. Uh, thank you, Caroline. It reminds me that. For the listeners, and I appeal to you listeners, that the only way that we can, quote, open a person's mind is by being the example of that person who has the open mind, is open to all, is loving, is caring, is supportive, is non-judgmental, is receiving the beauty of each and every uh, energetic field is what I want to say, because we, we have to be supportive of the trees. We have to be supportive of nature. We want to be supportive of our brothers and sisters. We want to be supportive of our galactic family. We want to be welcoming our galactic family. And just imagine how you would feel if you were wanting to come for a visit somewhere and you didn't feel welcome. So that's the energy. That's the consciousness that we need to shift and change. And I hope that helps somebody and, and maybe expands and opens your heart. Okay. We have a caller on line two. Lynn, are you with us? Yes, hello, thank you. Can you hear me okay? Yes, we can hear you fine, Lynn. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, um, 
Yes, I just wanted to talk to um, the panel about um, getting legislation with the Quakers or the World Parliament of Religions for um, the uh, Build Back Better to start getting the money flow going where we need it to go. Uh, we've got community healing bases that we're developing, and um, it's really important, the community healing bases, that healers like us uh, come together all, with all the different light workers and alternative healing programs, like with Whole Life Expo and what have you, and all the body, mind, spirit people, right? Expos. We need to come together on that so that we can get the legislation for um, art, music, singing, dance, the Tao. Um, you know, all medical hypnosis and then, you know, all the dancing and music, art, singing, all the different, you know, programs, ascension programs, body, mind, spirit programs, but multicultural healing art uh, programs too. Every community I'm talking now, these are the new jobs. We have to refocus quickly in systems, right? And then the other one on the legislation we're looking for is um, the, the website is community, heart, and soul. CommunityHeartAndSoul.org. Soul-purpose jobs for everyone. You move beyond race, religion, gender, and politics. We're, we're done. Soul-purpose jobs for everyone. And there's NewsForTheSoul.com with um, oh Nicole Whitney. And there's you know I do soul therapy, spiritual emergency training. Uh, you know well uh, Omina. All you know we've got lots, right? Okay. And then they have um, they even had SourceOfWonder.com. We've got to get soul work, mind, body, soul. The soul as we've been cut off from, uh, excuse me, on this planet. Uh, we, weren't, we weren't allowed to um, learn our soul, our intergalactic soul, internet, and how to use it. So anyway, we're looking for legislation to go between because if someone's angry or upset, we know now that if, if anyone is angry or upset, if they're humans, red, yellow, black, or white, if, if they're angry or upset, it's behavioral science. Their answers are inside of them. Their answers are with it. So what does that mean? Oh, it might be past lives. So we've got to get this, the, the healing basis. That's our forte. No one even knows about them, so we can't manifest them if we don't get them out there and show them. We need art, music, singing, dance. We want polarity. We want, you know, Reiki's. We want shiatsu. We want medical hypnosis, you know. I mean, I could go on and on, right? And, but how can I have all these jobs in every town? You know, to help people, because if you're angry, upset, if, if everyone's being watched, it's like, hey, you need help. And I go get some meditation, find out who you are, what's really going on, past life, you know, um, and get help, you know. And then we have sole purpose jobs. We've got the communities, so that communityheartandsoul.org group's really important. And then also lovepeaceharmony.org. That's Dr. Shaw. I don't know if any of you know about the Body, Mind, Spirit um, uh, BMSE.net, if you guys were with, I mean, you had to be with Patricia Cotter-Robles and everybody, right? Marion Williamson, right? Anyway, you got to get with Marion Williamson, Deepak Chopra, and Oprah, and um, doing soul work and get these new legislation programs in there because other people don't even know about them. And um, lovepeaceharmony.org is done by uh, uh, the Chinese kids can help. I mean, it, Dr. Shaw is... Um, Hello, Lynn. Pardon me? Uh, excuse me for you know interrupting here. Uh, you're shooting off a lot of uh, information, and okay. sometimes that's confusing to the listening audience. So if you would put that in an e <clears throat> in an email to us, 
so we can post I'm not, it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm barely able to get out right now. I've been so hit. I, so, I can't even tell you because of my background. What, what I'm here to do is take down big pharma, really, and uh, militarism training. So, no, it's, right. I'm, I'm thank really, you for your call. I'm the best. We thank you for your call, Lynn. Thank you. Okay. Uh, wealth panel, uh, we're almost at the top of the hour. Would anybody like to add anything, anything that's on your mind, perhaps sitting on your chest? Uh, any comments you'd like to make? Amina, I, like, I see you unmuted oh. yourself. Yes. No, I just want to remind everybody on the audience that I'm going to be the host next weekend, next week. And I'm also going to be talking about vicarious trauma. So I would definitely encourage anyone that's listening to call in if they have any particular questions about it. Um, it will be a reality-based experience that people are having currently, as I said earlier on, and all this divine chaos that's going on. And I will, um, that evening, I will be walking and talking with the masters they will come in to help with any questions that anybody might have. So please do tune in, listen to all of us, and you're all welcome. Thank you, Fainak. I passed the talking stick. Thank you, Amina. I appreciate you uh, letting people know that you're going to be on next week with us again and that you're actually hosting. So we're yes. looking forward to that. Yes. And I'll also do the meditation. I'll open up with the meditation. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. We have another oh, you have caller. Another caller. You have another online. caller. Yeah. Yes. We have another caller in line three. Padme, are you with us? I am. Thank you. Uh, hi, everybody. Thank, thank you for a wonderful meditation introduction. That was beautiful, as always. And uh, always glad to have all of you on Thursday night. I look forward to it and Friday, Saturday. Um. Uh, one of my questions is, um, I know that Randy has really looked into what it looks like, uh, in Ukraine versus on the streets themselves versus like what we're seeing on TV. Maybe you guys, maybe he already talked about it, but some of it looks so calm compared to what, you know, is being shown in every CNN, MSNBC kind of footage. So that was just, um, one of my questions. I also want to know how Omina is and, um, and I assume both Omina and Caroline, for the listeners maybe who might want to know, I assume you're both accepting like clients and sessions with people. I'm getting an I echo, only, sorry. Yes. But, um, yes. Thank you, Pat. May I'm fine. I am doing well. Yes, I'm accepting questions and people and sessions and in any way that I can help people get through what they need to get through. I'll pass the talking okay. to Caroline. Thank okay. you, Omina. And um, I can attest to how phenomenal Omina's sessions are. So if you want answers, <laughs> you can go to her or, and, and also I'm doing channeling sessions. Yes. Ascensiontimes.com. And um, hopefully some answers and some energy work there too. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Just making sure because uh, you guys don't really, you know, self-promote so much. So it's all right. I suppose for someone to remind uh, those out there. Um, <laughs> Thank but you. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, brave. <laughs> so thank you. And uh, glad you're feeling well, and uh, both of you. And uh, uh, the collective uh, consciousness about uh, all that we're feeling is truly, I, I forget the phrase you just used, but wow, when you said it uh, last week, I was like, oh, yeah, we're really all feeling that um, collective uh, I almost want to say guilt, but what did you say, Omina? Collective vicarious trauma. There we go. Vicarious, yeah, trauma. Yes. That's it. And anyone yeah. that wants, yeah. anyone that wants to get a hold of me can go to Omina O M E N A seven 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 dot com, and all the information is there to contact me if they need to or to set up an appointment. And thank you. Perfect. Okay, thank you so much, and to all of you. And uh, Randy, you heard my question about what's really being uh, seen on the streets, and I look forward to Dr. Greer. So much love to all of you, Tara and Rama too. So I'll out and thank you. Okay, pardon me. I can answer your question quite simply. There are 18 television stations in the city of Kiev alone. Every single one of them have live feeds that show absolutely. No war, no strife, no battles, nothing but common living. So realize, I'll use your favorite word, it's nothing more than kabuki theater. I pass the talking stick. That That is my word. Thank you. <laughs> Good kabuki, bad kabuki, but thank you. Thank you, Padme. And it's, you know, it's so important to, you know, exercise discernment right now and really question where you're getting your information from. And one of the things that I love about BBS Radio and our program, A Night at the Roundtable, you're going to get truth here. You're going to find out what's really happening behind the scenes. As we experience it, as we research it, as we come to learn about it through our Faction 3 White Knights, I dare say we're one of probably a very few, if probably Possibly the only one that has a Faction 3 White Knight presentation. So we appreciate that you're here. We appreciate you spread the word. And we appreciate that you open your hearts and spread love and light on this beautiful planet of ours. And not buy into this scenario. Always remind yourself. Always remember that we have won, the light has won, the love is always going to win, and that whatever we see play out is indeed, if at all true, it is very, very temporary, and the ending of the show. So, anyone else on the panel would like to contribute? Uh, Here's your last opportunity or at least tonight's opportunity and then we will call for the closing song 
Music. Yes, Tara. Tara, yeah. I was just thinking, you know, the astrology is saying that something radically will change over these next five days into Sunday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday. Yeah, five days there, or even Tuesday. But um, there was also in the report that this was going to be short-lived, and everybody got that intuitively, too, this little situation in Ukraine. And as this last uh, inquiry that Padme was making to Randy, he said, the, the films coming from the people in Kiev, everything's calm. So you got to ask yourself, how much of this is just, you know, propaganda? And, and, and I see that, in other words, they can't get people to, to back war anymore. And that's a good sign. And I thought I'd just put that as our closing words. World peace now, Nassara now. Pass that talking stick back to you, Benayak. Thank you, Tara. Words of wisdom for sure. And we are indeed holding the light, expanding the love, and we are in giving peace a chance. Finally, (laughs) we are peace-loving people. We love, we absolutely love each other. Just imagine that, folks. Just imagine loving everybody on this planet as equals. Room for all possibilities, room for all viewpoints, and just allowing people to be who they are. Because ultimately, we all come from the same source. And with that, I think I'll close out the show and um, uh, we'll listen to the whole uh, uh, song, if you will, Uh, TJ and uh, Caroline, you're right. It is just the beginning and we are ready to say goodnight. So if you'd like to unmute yourselves, say goodnight to our listening audience, my wonderful co-host and friends of BBS Radio and Night at the Roundtable. Let's uh, hear some music. Good night, everyone. Good night. Much love to all the listeners. Thank you, Vinayak. Good night, everyone. And everybody listen to the whole song because Penny's got a good ear for what we got uh, to bring the energy together for the whole show. Thank you, everyone. Absolutely. We asked for three minutes and 48 seconds of your time still. If you'll stay with us that long, we'd appreciate it. And to all, a very, very good and joyful evening. Good night. Good night, all. Thank you all for calling in and listening. See you next week.